Hello and welcome back. This is Life with the Lord podcast. I'm your host, Gloria. And today I am sitting on the couch with Ernest Lowe. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Um, so, Ernest, you have staffed the SBS for two years and you've led it for three years, the SBS being the School of Biblical Studies um, here in YWAM Lausanne. But I have a question that is just to start to get to know a little bit more about you. Um, what made you want to start reading the Bible and studying it? Oh, wow. That's a good question. Um I think that, um, so I come from a Christian family mm -hmm. and going to church, reading your Bible, meditating, uh, doing quiet time. These are normal things in our family culture. Yeah. Um, and then I think when I had first time as a teenager encountered the Holy Spirit and just felt that dense presence of God with this unspeakable joy, mm. it motivated me to want to read the scriptures. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, it was a motivation with a good heart and reading it through. Uh, but it's only just reading, not really understanding anything, yeah. but just like a religious way to read it. Yeah. Um, and then I, I think I discovered in university that there is a lot more that is going on in the Bible that I don't know. Mm -hmm. And there was a way to study it. And since then, I've been looking for a way uh, to study the Bible, uh -huh. to read, to study the Bible, to understand the context and how and what is God really saying to us. Mm -hmm. You know, um, yeah, so that's kind of my motivation, wanting to know what God's saying to us. Mm. Uh, I think that if we know that, we can be closer to Him. Yeah. Um, and to also know who we are in light of who He is. Yeah. And also, therefore, know what we are meant to be doing here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's cool. And what made you switch from student to teacher? What made you want to start leading others and guiding others into studying the Word? Uh, I think it's just my experience in the SBS as a student, mm -hmm. uh, the amount of revelation that I got. Um, it Revelation, not in like an emotional sense, more mm. that I realized, wow, I didn't know about this, but it's all in there. Yeah. And, and because I needed the help to understand these things, uh, I felt that this is this could be part of my mission going forward mm -hmm. to help others understand uh, the way we say in YOM is to end Bible poverty within ourselves. Yes. So I, I wanted to be part of this mission to mm -hmm. do that. Yeah. And so that's why that's part of why I came on staff mm -hmm. uh, to continue uh, studying, but also helping students understand. Yeah. Yeah. And because in YWAM, we have different schools and yeah, there's the DBS, the BCC, the SBS like, are the most famous ones. Um, but um, I know that in my experience before doing a Bible school, I had really no idea what I was signing up for. I knew that I wanted to study the word. But like now that I can ask you, a person that has staffed and led um, one of the biblical schools, what are what are a Bible, what is a Bible school? So Bible schools in YWAM is Bible training. Mm -hmm. The idea 
uh, is to uh, is to know what God is saying through His Word, mm-hmm. uh, to give the students opportunity to engage with His Word, mm-hmm. to know His heart for the lost, uh, to know what to obey. Oftentimes, I, you know, we say we want to follow Jesus. Mm. What does following Jesus look like? Yeah. So these are the stories in the Bible that tells us what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, when we say we want to obey God, that's a really good heart. Mm-hmm. But then what do you know what to obey? Yeah. Uh, this, is, this is also explained in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, and so these different Bible schools, they are helping students to to understand what the Bible is saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, different Bible schools have different ways of training, so yeah. they're all unique in itself. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why they also have a place in uh, in in terms of Bible training for yeah. a missionary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how does one study the Bible in an academic setting? What are the practical ways in which one studies? Is it just reading it? Is it making a lot of papers? How deep do you go into the Bible, depending on the schools? Because we know that each one of them have different timings and have different um, visions behind the school. So what makes the DBS, the BCC, or the SBS different? Okay, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of questions in there. Yeah, I'm I sorry. Think- I think uh, to think about it in an academic way, we study the Bible mm-hmm. uh, in the BCC, DBS, and SBS using the inductive method. Mm-hmm. So, the inductive method there is a, there are steps to how you can uh, approach the Bible, mm-hmm. uh, and when you complete these steps, uh, this is kind of the academic part of the program. Mm-hmm. Uh, but actually, each of these programs, the heart of it is not to uh, think academic, yeah. but to think more application yeah. and more life transforming. Mm-hmm. So what we want to do with these schools as an outcome is that the person would have a transformed life, mm-hmm. having renewed their mind, having their preconceived ideas about who God is removed mm-hmm. because of the truth in the Bible. Yeah. Then your your life can be different. The way you make decisions can be different. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is more what we are trying to do with the mm. training programs rather than um, to do it more academic. Academic also involves research. Uh, you write about ideas that maybe you don't necessarily need to apply. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this would be an academic setting, but this is not the goal of these schools that we are trying to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but each one of these schools, they do an uh, inductive method, which involves observing what the text is saying. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to input your own ideas into God's word. You want to allow God's word to speak for itself and to just understand this is just what it says. Mm-hmm. Then the next step of the inductive method would be the interpretation. Yeah. So you want to ask, oh, this is what it says, but what does it mean? Mm. Uh, what does it mean to the first readers who read the read, read this particular book in their time, in yeah. their culture? And when you can kind of know and guess what they're trying to say, then you can draw principles from it and mm-hmm. apply. And so then the third step would be application. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Now, even though these schools, they use the inductive method, there are some differences. So the SBS, for example, would use this method for mm -hmm. all the books of the Bible uh -huh. and they would do it in the period of nine months. Like the entire book would the, be studied through the inductive method? Yes. Okay. And with the inductive method they use, they would go through the book five times. Okay. So within the nine-month period, you will go through the Bible five times. Wow. Um, The BCC is very similar to the SBS. Mm -hmm. The major difference is that they are only a course of three months. Mm -hmm. And what that means is they won't go through all the books of the Bible inductively with the method. Uh, they will read all the books of the Bible in the three months, but they will not study it inductively with the method. Mm -hmm. They will choose books that are from different literary genre yeah. uh, and, and study and know how to study it Uh, understanding the different types of literature that mm -hmm. are in the Bible. Uh, then the DBS would be uh, most different from the BCC and SBS. Mm -hmm. They still use the inductive method, but they're more focused on time periods of the Bible, historical time periods of the Bible, yeah. and to see God's redemptive plan, how it plays out from beginning in Genesis mm -hmm. all the way uh, to the New Testament. Yeah. So more... Uh, more similar to uh, uh, more similar to Bible Project, for example, that would say that this is a book that is a story that leads to Jesus. One yeah. story that leads to Jesus. Mm -hmm. To see how it's all connected, uh, what is God's character and nature. Mm -hmm. uh, another major difference between the DBS and SBS would be they also focus on small group learning. Yeah. Uh, so every afternoon or morning or so, they would read the book together mm -hmm. and then they would uh, take a pause if someone have a question or mm -hmm. something to ask and they would discuss it then. Yeah. Uh, in the SBS, is more focused on self-study. Mm -hmm. So you learn the method, you go through each book uh, in your self-study. It's not that you are only doing this on your own. There are times where you can discuss with your classmates, definitely with the staff. Mm -hmm. You can learn together, but the assignment is more individual. Yeah. 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 You've mentioned about the transformation that takes place into the students and how that is something that is key in Y1 for like all the students that go through um, biblical school. Um, so as a person that has experienced it and seen it in others as a staff and as a leader, um, how would you describe this transformation? I know that I have lived it myself during DBS, the discipleship Bible school that I did, but it was just three months. So how does studying the Bible five times, like reading the Bible five times in total would be um, change a person's character or change them from the inside in the SBS? That's a very good question. And I think um, when we think about the Bible schools, we often connect it, like you say, as an academic setting because mm -hmm. we talk about studying the Bible. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, transformation involves more than studying the Bible. Yeah. Studying the Bible is really important, mm -hmm. but it is not everything. Mm -hmm. uh, it only forms part of the transformation of the student. Um, and and this is where we are often as an SBS staff team, what we try to do is to help the student understand Studying the Bible is your full time, mm. but part of that is also being involved in a community. Mm. And when you are living and learning together, the relationships that you have with one another, how you relate, how you deal with offenses and conflicts. Yeah. Uh, I often say to our students that if you are not offended, you're probably not 
engage in relationship yeah. with one another. You're probably isolated. <laughs> um, so the 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 way that YWAM does training uh, is learning, but also uh, practical. Mm-hmm. Right, so your weekly schedule will involve the academic learning, mm-hmm. but will also give opportunity for practical living out what you're learning yeah. through either work duties or we call it here practical ministry, mm. uh, through community life, worshiping together, interceding together, uh, going on outreach together, mm. um, meeting together as a body, and having some input from outside uh, by different missionaries. Mm. Uh, all these are part of the program, so mm. it's not. Not just the studying. Yeah. If we leave the practical part, the community life out of the training, then this will just be an academic school yeah. and you'll have a ton of knowledge, but you will find that actually your life is not really transformed because you, you were not given the opportunity to live out your application. Um, and this is one thing that we do a little bit unique in YM Lausanne for the SBS. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's a conversation that I had with Marcus, like how can we uh, do application in um, SBS? It's not that we don't do it, yeah. uh, but when we say that the goal of Bible study is application, mm. but we only give a short amount of time in the week to think about application, mm. then we're not really showing that value of application. But we also know that within the time that we have is really tight. Mm -hmm. And so what was suggested then was to include an outreach between SBS 2 and 3. And so this is why instead of doing the outreach at the end of the school, we do it in between. Mm -hmm. And the idea of the outreach is not just teaching. It involves teaching, but it is actually doing ministry and applying your application. So... Uh, in order to expand the application time mm-hmm. in an outreach situation, you are still spending time to study, to prepare what you need to teach. Yeah. But the majority of the time is now you have to live out what your application is. Mm. Uh, you know, especially when you are, how, how would you support each other in teaching? Mm. Uh, how would you give feedback to one another? The yeah. way you say it, how you say it. Um, uh, when you when you are living in uh, the dorms on outreach, mm. uh, uh, you know different last minute things that could trigger something in you. How are you going to deal with those kinds of things? Uh, so practical parts and living out in a community setting, in a team setting. How do you work in team? All these things, when you're on outreach, it comes into play and hits you. Mm. You're no longer just thinking about it in theory, Mm. but now you're confronted with it. And then what do you choose to do? That's your application. That is so good. And I think that also, because sometimes we see schools, but we don't see where they, like what students do after they do the school. My next question is what comes next after doing an SBS? Yeah. SBS gives... Uh, if we are comparing with other Bible schools, I think it's the school that really gives a good biblical foundation Mm -hmm. for a Christian or missionary or pastor. Um, And it sets you up for a lot of different different things. It gives you more confidence in the other things that you can do with the Bible, especially. Mm -hmm. Whether or not you are going to be involved in a Bible ministry, Mm -hmm. uh, at least personally, you would see that you are starting to make Uh, different types of decisions, uh, have different types of values. Mm. Uh, uh, But I think when we think about specifically more Bible ministry or what comes after SBS. Mm. So I love this question because I'm often thinking about it. (laughs) 
but there are many things even within YWAM that you can continue on to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can staff schools and, and within those schools, bring up Bible stories that you have learned or the values that you have learned, the character and nature of God that you can explain to someone in uh, the school that you are discipling the students. Mm. Um, so it's not limited to just only coming back on staff for SBS, yeah. even though that would be highly encouraged <laughs> for anyone doing SBS. Um, you could staff a number of Bible schools. You could definitely, and I think this is what we are not really thinking so much, is maybe a Titus project where you have one month of intentional learning on how to teach. Mm. So this is the other thing about the SBS. The SBS is a course that is teaching you how to study. Yeah. It never teaches you how to teach. Of course, okay. on the outreach, you need to figure that out on yourself. Yeah. But the Titus Project has this one month of teaching how to teach. Mm. And then they will send you out for two months on the location where you will need to teach the Bible. So that's one type of training that you could go into. Uh, there is also the belt training mm-hmm. outreach that is similar. Uh, works with uh, Wycliffe more closely in terms of its outreach. Um, there's also the OBT that you could join into. Oral uh, first, Bible translation. Or, exactly. Yeah. Uh, to facilitate uh, Bible translation into languages that do not have the word of God. Mm. Um, and I think this is now at the forefront of our missions in YWAM and mm. it's exciting to to join in that. And having the SBS uh, training with you uh, can really help with the engagement part of the facilitation uh, of oral Bible translation. Yeah. Um, so there are many things that can be done. Mm. Um, in fact, I think uh, to go on to become Bible teachers, so Bible teachers, as we also found out, especially in Europe, is a great need. Mm. Uh, we often think that we need more students in our Bible schools. Yeah. So actually, uh, finding Bible teachers are more challenging than actually having students in your school. Oh. Uh, so there is a great need as well for people to train to be Bible teachers, mm-hmm. especially in our generation. Yeah, that's yeah. so good. Um, and just to wrap it up a little bit, um, for our listeners back home, I know that I myself, before doing a Bible school, I had this desire. And as you also shared, um, I read the Bible and I thought that I was like missing a big, a big part of it. So... For some time, listening to sermons or doing my own devos, devotionals, um, it helped me, but it wasn't quite it. So if you could just have a message for listeners, like Mm. directly to them, if they have not done a Bible school, if if they have been thinking about it, but maybe they don't feel ready for it or they think that it's going to be too much. Yeah. Yeah. um, I think what we don't often think about or understand uh, is that the Bible was written uh, many centuries ago, mm. that even 2,000 years, 3,000 years ago, and written in times that are completely different from our world today. Yeah. Uh, and so when we read the Bible, we often feel a bit stuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can meditate on it, um, but to truly understand what it is saying, uh, we need to be uh, humble enough to be asking for help yeah. and Bible schools can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know sometimes that Bible schools sounds intimidating to mm-hmm. do, uh, but I think I would, 
I would say that every Christian should have Bible training, yeah. whether it's in YWAM or whether it's in church, because yeah. we want to know what God is saying. The way to think about Bible school is not about how overwhelming the academic part is, mm. but you have to ask yourself, do you want to follow Jesus? Do you want to know who He is? Yeah. Do you want to know God? Uh, do you love God? If, if you love god enough then you would want to know what he is saying yeah and bible schools can really help you on that journey mm. to know what he is saying and when you know that you grow closer uh, when you think about how do you know a person is you get to know that person yeah. and what they say and the word of god has a ton of what god is saying to mm. us if we don't find out that's really on our responsibility mm. um so if you want to grow closer, go deeper in your relationship with God, take that step of faith yeah. and sign up for any Bible school. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that the first, it was the first week of my DBS, my discipleship Bible school. And one of the teachers mentioned that only 10% of Christians have read the Bible all the way through. And if you think about the numbers of all the Christians in the world, and how important it is that we know the truth. Those are like numbers that are frightening, and mm -hmm. but that also like challenged me to actually not only stop at a DBS, but also pursue studying more and further. And I do want to do an SBS at some point. Um, but yeah, it's been amazing to have you here uh, with us in the couch today. And for the listeners back home, we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for having me.